Hi, precious mamas. My name is Mary Freig, and I am reading our devotional for today, entitled, It is Good to Give Thanks to the Lord. But before I begin, let us pray to the Lord to bless our time. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time set apart to be with you and to listen to your voice. Lord, you've blessed us so much, and we want to be grateful. So speak to our hearts today those things that you especially want us to hear and apply to our lives. And we thank you that you are with us as we go through this study. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today's scripture reference is Psalm 92.1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to thy name, O Most High. Well, Mamas, Thanksgiving Day is upon us, and this might be the only holiday that has not been totally commercialized. A couple of years ago, I was thrilled to see that department stores in our local mall had decided to be closed on Thanksgiving, and then to see that the whole mall followed suit. I thought, wow, we could actually have a day set apart to give thanks to the Lord as a country and not be distracted by other things. The psalmist says it is good to give thanks to the Lord. Well, why is it good? According to sacred and secular studies, there are many benefits to giving thanks, and here are a few. Number one, the Lord commands us to give thanks for our own well-being. Gratitude helps us focus on our blessings. We see the glass is half full, not half empty. You know, even food tastes better when we are thankful for it. Relationships are better when we are thankful for them. These are some of the reasons to teach our children to say thank you and be appreciative. It trains them to stop and notice the good gifts of others. Maybe this is why the scripture tells us, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And that's from 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Isn't it amazing how God's commands are always for our benefit? Another reason is that thankfulness curbs our desire for more because it breeds contentment. Paul says in Philippians 4.11, Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. Personally, I'm thankful for an attached garage in the winter because I remember when we had a garage that wasn't attached and I had to trudge through the snow to bring in groceries and small children. But at that time, I was thankful for that garage because before then, we didn't have a garage at all. When I start to envy the homes of others, I try to give thanks for mine. You know, I really have all that I need. And having traveled to other places in the world, I realize I have exceedingly more than I need. And studies show that we even spend less when we are grateful. Maybe I need to stop and give thanks more often when I'm out shopping. Um, Seriously, I often do pray before going into my favorite stores. I try to remember all that I have, and I ask the Lord to help me not to squander away the resources he has given me. And finally, another reason is that thankfulness encourages charity. What do you tend to do when you are grateful? 
you share. And the holidays provide a great picture of thanksgiving and gratitude and sharing. Thanksgiving is a day set apart to truly be thankful for our blessings from the Lord and to share those blessings with others. Thanksgiving leads us into the season of giving. Years ago, some friends gave me a baby shower for a second child, and I had always thought you only had a baby shower for the first child. But I was so grateful for that that I started to give baby showers for other moms with multiple children. And a friend who attended one of these said, wow, she hadn't thought of it either, but it reminded her that every child is worth celebrating. When we're grateful, we share. But what about when it's difficult to give thanks, when life is hard? Robert A. Emmons, PhD, is the world's leading scientific expert on gratitude. And this is what he says about gratitude. It is precisely under crisis conditions when we have the most to gain by a grateful perspective on life. In the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. In the face of brokenness, gratitude has the power to heal. In the face of despair, gratitude has the power to bring hope. In other words, gratitude can help us cope with the hardest of times. So there's some questions to ponder. What keeps me from giving thanks? Can I be thankful without feeling thankful? Can I act my way into a new way of thinking? Why is it good to give thanks to the Lord. In addition to the reasons that I shared, add a few reasons of your own. We also have some faith-filled ideas to consider. So one is let your children participate in saying grace, but don't make it a performance for everyone else to watch and admire. But let your children sincerely engage in the moment of being grateful and expressing it, even if it's just for one thing. My niece once said while praying grace, thank you, God, for the mashed potatoes and gravy. Amen. But we are all grateful. It was a sincere prayer. Encourage your children to say thank you routinely. Be a good model by saying thank you to them and to other members of the family. Saying thank you indicates you noticed something. You know, good manners are simply a way of loving one another as God would have us love. And there's some ideas for some Thanksgiving Day games. Set the timer for five minutes and encourage your children to name as many things as they can for which they are grateful. And get creative with this. Thank God for the dirty dishes. They show you have food to eat. Thank God for dirty laundry. It means you have clothes to wear. Thank your guests for coming and express how you are thankful to God for them. Another idea is to make a squash family. Glue eyes and mouths from a craft store onto a variety of winter squash. 
and let your children find ones that represent the different members of your family. This can be quite humorous and quite humbling, um, but it's very fun. They can add hair and color. And then when you're finished, your family can say something they are thankful for about each family member. We did this with our granddaughters and they loved it. We just went around and said something we were grateful for about each of us and it was so fun. You can also make inexpensive decorations for your table using objects from nature that God's given us. Tree twigs, pine cones, squash, pumpkins, Indian corn, and colorful leaves can all be used to make a stunning centerpiece. You can layer a glass jar with dried corn, peas, and lentils and set a candle inside. Or you can invert wine glasses over really tiny pumpkins and then set candles on top of the bases of the glasses. And this is just a great reminder of God's creativity and love. Another thought is to let your children make place cards for each person at the table. A glue gun and some candy corn makes for great fun. Could be messy too, but it's worth it. And then write a short verse about thankfulness on each card for your family and guests and let them read it before grace. It involves them in the giving of thanks. But mostly, be thankful yourself. Long after the leftovers are put away and the football game is over, the sweet fragrance of a thankful heart and home will linger in the hearts of your loved ones. Let me pray for your day. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for leading us to listen to this podcast, to take part in this devotional, and thank you for how you have spoken to each one of us. I pray as we go through our day that we would be reminded of these wonderful words of gratitude and that we would go through the day with thankful hearts and let it see how it transforms us. We praise you, Lord, and we thank you for all your many blessings, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen.